Hiking has arguably become the most popular activity in 2020. But as more and more people take to the trails, rescues are on the rise in national parks. In Utah, a mysterious monolith appeared, sparking all kinds of theories. And just as people were rushing to be some of the first to snap a photo with it, it disappeared. The National Park Service finds itself in the middle of a $270 million wrongful death lawsuit after a woman lost her life in one of the most shocking ways I've ever heard of, and funds for the Great American Outdoors Act have been appropriated. It's time for this month's National Park News. The America's National Parks podcast is brought to you by L.L. Bean, your source for warm, cozy styles this fall. For 108 years, L.L. Bean has staked their reputation on making comfortable clothing and gear to help you enjoy the healthy benefits of being outside. From legendary main-made boots to layers that are just the right weight to flannel shirts that out-cozy all others. Find joy in the tried and true. Visit LLBean.com to find a store or shop now. L.L. Bean. Be an outsider. I'm Jason Epperson, and each month on the America's National Parks podcast, we set aside one episode to bring you the latest happenings in national parks. We kick off the news this month with reporting from Jillian Brazel in the New York Times entitled, As Hiking Surges During the Pandemic, So Do Injuries. The name pretty much says it all. With some parks seeing unprecedented visitation numbers in 2020 and hiking soaring in popularity, trails of all types are seeing more traffic than ever before resulting in an increased number of injuries and deaths. Three hikers died in six days in the White Mountains of New Hampshire in September alone. A hiker in Mount Rainier National Park in Washington who encountered a whiteout was revived after his heart stopped for 45 minutes. And a woman who went missing for two days on Mount Whitney in California died from her injuries after being rescued in November. Public lands are wild places. And trails, like the ever-popular Angel's Landing in Zion National Park, are often no more than a narrow ledge. If you're lucky, there's a chain between you and the bottom of the mountain. Increases in injuries in remote areas have put a larger burden on small remote hospitals who are already dealing with the difficulties of COVID-19. The landmark Great American Outdoors Act that was signed into law earlier this year in order to stave the damage caused by the massive maintenance backlog on federal lands required the Department of the Interior to submit a list of projects for congressional approval within 90 days. After submitting a vague, hastily prepared list of areas for expenditures in October, we now have some clarity on the projects the agency intends to tackle in this first year of funding. $1.6 billion will be spent on over 160 projects, 99 of which fall under the Bureau of Land Management. The National Park Service plans to tackle some 50 projects on its punch list. As expected, much of the work will happen on the many roadways managed by the Park Service. The crumbling Lewis River Bridge at Yellowstone's southern entrance will be rehabilitated or rebuilt, and the Scenic Loop Road at Theodore Roosevelt National Park, which suffers regular collapses, will be rebuilt. At Glacier, the final 9.3 miles of the Going to the Sun Road will be rehabbed and the bridge over McDonald Creek will be rebuilt. In North Carolina, over 75 miles of the Blue Ridge Parkway will be reconstructed. Parts of campgrounds will be rehabilitated at Sequoia, Yosemite, Rocky Mountain, and Mount Rainier National Parks. The marble colonnade on the Jefferson Memorial in D.C. will be restored. New maintenance facilities will be built at Great Smoky Mountains National Park 
and the Mammoth Cave Hotel will get a new roof. The Great American Outdoors Act uses revenues from energy leases on federal land to provide up to $1.9 billion a year for five years in maintenance for critical facilities and infrastructure in our national parks, forests, wildlife refuges, recreation areas, and American Indian schools. As much as federal funding was desperately needed in national parks, many of the major projects that are undertaken in our treasured places happen due to the tireless efforts of the park's partner charitable organizations. That's very evident this year at Yosemite, where the Yosemite Conservancy has raised and provided $14 million for projects that range from education and research to shovel and hammer. Projects include studies of peregrine falcons, yellow-legged and red-legged frogs in the high country lakes in the Yosemite Valley, and the monarch butterfly habitat in the valley will be expanded by removing and replacing non-native plants. The Conservancy is also funding repairs on popular trails and installing boardwalks over delicate habitats. The family of the Ugandan woman who was killed by a loose gate at Arches National Park is suing the National Park Service for $270 million, with a claim stating that the Park Service knew about the dangers of a loose gate, and for want of an $8 lock, a life could have been spared. 25-year-old Esther Nakajigo was a human rights activist who, at age 17, started a nonprofit community health care center providing free reproductive health services, earning her an award from the United Nations and an appointment as Uganda's ambassador for women and girls. She raised millions of dollars and won numerous other humanitarian awards in her short career and created a popular reality television series aimed at empowering young mothers. The couple traveled to Arches to celebrate their one-year anniversary of meeting when a heavy wind gust caused the unsecured gate arm to pierce their vehicle. Nakajigo was killed instantly. The gates, made of metal poles with spear-like ends, are used at many park facilities across the country. In 1980, a man was impaled by a similar unsecured gate in a California national forest. Nakajigo's family plans to use any restitution money to continue her life's work. A gray wolf wearing a radio collar was shot and killed illegally in Grand Teton National Park. A news release noted that the black-colored wolf was found dead October 26 near the Pilgrim Creek Trailhead. Rangers are seeking information that could lead to the arrest and conviction of the individual responsible. The illegal taking of wildlife in a national park is subject to a fine of up to $5,000 and up to six months imprisonment. You can face the same penalty for aiding or assisting in the illegal taking of wildlife. If you have any information, you can anonymously call or text the National Park Service Investigative Services Branch tip line at 888-653-0009. Commercial vehicles have become a problem on Mississippi's section of the Natchez Trace Parkway, despite increased signage and enforcement. The parkway is not wide enough for large trucks, and the roadbed was never built for their weight. On November 18th alone, six semi-trucks were sighted at milepost 250. The road was intended for scenic drives, and its poor condition is caused in part by overweight vehicles. Finally, an incident on Bureau of Land Management land in the Red Rocks of Utah has sparked fervor across the nation. It may not be a National Park Service site, but I couldn't help but mention the strange obelisk that appeared in the middle of nowhere. Researchers tracking bighorn sheep via helicopter discovered the 10-foot metal column in a remote location, but kept the location under wraps in order to discourage people from getting lost or stranded searching for it. That didn't last long. The location was discovered, and after a frenzy of tourists trying to get a photo op, 
the monolith disappeared as mysteriously as it arrived at some point over Thanksgiving weekend. The Utah Department of Public Safety's Facebook post sharing images of the installation said they can't comment on active investigations, but would like to remind public land visitors that using, occupying, or developing the public lands or their resources without a required authorization is illegal, no matter what planet you're from. That's it for this episode of News from the Parks, hosted by me, Jason Epperson. If you enjoyed the show, we love a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search National Park Podcast. You can also join our America's National Parks Facebook group. For more great American destinations, give us a listen at the Sea America Podcast. And if you're interested in RV travel, find us at the RV Miles Podcast. You can also follow Abigail and me as we travel the country with our three boys all over social media as our wandering family. Today's show was sponsored by L.L. Bean. Follow the hashtag BeAnOutsider and visit LLBean.com to find great gear for exploring the national parks.